Welcome in to the Free Retiree Show, where we help you transform your life so you can become financially free. In this show, we'll give you the inside track on how to excel in your career, build throughout the noise surrounding your finances to help you make smart financial decisions, and we'll learn from thought and business leaders who can help you live your best life. Ladies and gents, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Free Retiree Show. I'm alongside career advisor, Sergio Patterson. What's up, everybody? Uh, Lee, I like that intro. You switched it a little bit. Ladies and gents, it's a new one. I, I change it every time. I mean, you just surprised me on the daily now, my <laughs> I, brother. I surprised myself. <laughs> <laughs> the things that come out of my mouth, oh my gosh, I'm always surprised. Um, and I am your host, wealth manager, Lee Michael Murphy. It flows well there, but who cares? Today's yeah, episode. That was very good. <laughs> You shut your mouth. So for today's show, we're going to be talking about how to live out a successful retirement. So we all want to get there. We all want to get to a point where we're free to do what we want. We don't, maybe we work, but we don't have to. This is going to be about once you get in retirement, how do you maintain it? And we'll go into a little bit of how you get there, but the main focus of the, today's episode is how do you maintain that successful retirement? So this is good for all of us that are still working. Uh, it's going to be helpful for those that have uh, moms and dads that are maybe in retirement. Uh, it's always a challenge to maintain a successful retirement if you're not doing the right things. I think we'll have a lot of great tips for all of you. I'll be giving you eight tips to live out a successful retirement. But before I get into it, Serge, I got to ask you a question. If you retired today and you never had to work again, what would you do to celebrate your retirement? Oh, that's, that's a good one. Um, I would, so for context, life, kind of, I guess like a, a lifelong, or not lifelong, but like a goal of, Kimberly and I, my wife and I, we want to live by the beach, by the water. So I think we would either purchase a place on the water, go to somewhere on the water. Um, but yeah, if I'm retiring, I'm we're going to be on the beach somewhere. What about you, man? For me, I've put a lot of thought into this, and I will tell you. Number one, I would go to Denny's, get a senior meal. And order all the pancakes to my heart's desire. Den wait, Denny's has good pancakes? I think they're pretty good. <laughs> but that's what I would do. I mean, if I'm you know, if I get there when I'm older, yeah, I'm getting the senior meal. Uh if I get there before it, I'm still going to Denny's. I'm gonna order the best pancakes and gorge myself as my uh celebration, maybe invite some friends. Then I would go out and buy an Xbox. You might be asking why. Tell me more. I have an Xbox. Yeah, this well, is retirement. This is not like your third birthday. No, what? this is for my retirement. <laughs> Let me explain. I used to sound love, like Darren. I should just go get my eight-year-old down here. I used to love playing video games, but I gave up video games because I felt I played them too much and it was a distraction. So I probably made you your career. And in video games. Is that what really happened? Oh, you. Oh, wow. 
Okay. Yes. Sorry, so, on a tangent. Oh, I, yeah, had, I, I found an old Xbox at my parents, the original Xbox. I have it. The one we used and to I, play. Yeah, I think so. It was the first Xbox. And then I also have a 360. I found it. I found an N64. Sorry, audience. Uh, it was a gold mine. I found the original PlayStation at my parents' house. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Well, for me, the reason I would get that Xbox is because I haven't had one, you know, since I really started working. And if I retired, I would be playing a lot of Xbox. The other thing I would do is uh, I'd get a trip to Mexico, invite you and uh, we go. attorney Matt McElroy, you know, our, our wives and have a good old time. We could do a, sh- a live show from Mexico, from Puerto Vallarta. Ah, there we go. We might do that. We might do that. But that's that would be my retirement plan. So we'll go to the break. And when we're back, we'll be talking about eight tips to help people live out a successful retirement plan. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah, shoot higher. Denny's, Xbox. Mexico, Mexico is good. I like that. Mexico. Ah, I don't know. I'm a simple man. I'm gonna say it used to be more complicated. Not anymore. If you don't wanna change, ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to. If you don't wanna change, welcome back into the Free Retiree Show. We're talking about how do you live out a successful retirement? Uh, according to a recent study by TD Ameritrade, majority of individuals would give themselves a C grade or lower. A third of those in their 40s and 50s give themselves a failing grade. About 53% of those in their 50s have less than 100,000 saved. And just 12% of the respondents aged 60 to 79 have at least 1 million stashed away. And this is a survey from 2,000 adults ranging 40 to 79. Wow. So let me tell you about what I've seen. I've managed a lot of clients and I've got to see the clients who are living out a wonderful retirement. And I've gotten to see the ones that are struggling. And I can tell you with absolute confidence Retirement success is 80% mental and habits. Tell me more about that. The eight tips that we're going to be going over today, a lot of them are technical, but 80% of it is mental and having the right habits and making the right choices. Got it. But before we go into that, let's give a shout out to your mom, right? I heard she recently retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, so Mama Patterson. Big shout out, Lupe Patterson. Everyone loves her. Um, she retired from uh, her job that she was at for almost 20 years. And everyone that knows my mom, she's a workaholic. So she's having, this is an episode she's going to want to listen to. I think, you know, it, it's a struggle for her to kind of slow down, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Your mom, if you guys don't know, that woman goes a million miles an hour. She's an awesome person, an awesome lady. Yeah. So now she's in retirement. So she's, you know, I'm I'm blessed to have two parents who have been able to retire. So now, you know, Lee, a lot of your tips and stuff. I mean, this is the episode she's going to want to listen to is how to, how to kind of maintain now that both of them are retired. I got to tell you though, I don't know if these tips are going to help your mom. Your mom is a unique (laughs) 
person, most people in retirement, they're out playing bingo, doing golf. Your mom, she, dancing, tequila. You know, she's just not your average. No, she, she's got more energy <laughs> than both of us combined. Um, when I visit my parents, and so, so my parents have a, a place in in Mexico, and I, I'll go down there with my dad, and we just chill. And I, I purposely will sometimes not go down when my mom's there because she'll have us out till three a.m. Like I, I can't, I can't even compete with her. I don't know if you remember this. Years ago, when we were at 21, 22, we went to Mexico, and it was one one o'clock in the morning. We were done. I was just passed out. You were passed out, and your mom burst open the doors and said, "Lee, Sardino, wake up! We're going dancing." I was. It was the one record, of the most terrifying moments of my life. Like <laughs> true story. I this happened. This was a true story. We also had some other interesting encounters in, on that Mexico trip. Oh, but yes. I digress. We won't go into that. I don't know if those are uh, podcast appropriate stories, but yeah, we'll keep those out. <laughs> yes, Mama Patterson, we love you and uh congrats on your retirement. Yes, congrats. You're an amazing woman and very proud of what you've accomplished. So going back into our eight tips, for those that enter retirement, if they don't have the right habits and do the right things, they can quickly end up getting out of retirement. We all seen people that are the greeters at Walmart. No disrespect to those people, but I guarantee you a majority of those folks did not want to go back and be working at Walmart in their 70s and 80s, right? Uh, maybe they do. Maybe some of them do it for the joy, but that's a very common thing: is people don't handle their retirement properly, and then they have to go back to work. So these eight tips—they're going to help you stay retired. So tip number one: create financial goals hmm. that are written down. People always have thoughts of what they want to do financially things that they want to accomplish, but are they written down on paper? So when you're entering retirement, you need to revisit your financial goals and write them down. Have a written financial plan with goals of when they're going to be accomplished and how you're going to accomplish them, right? So you got to have your short-term goals. Those are everything under 12 months. You have your midterm goals for retirement. It'll go about one to three years. And then your long-term would be three years out. And these are all going to be things about maybe they can be personal about like things that you want to do, but they there also should be around like, you know, budgeting goals and, you know, st still being in the mode of trying to accumulate some wealth or sa save some amount. And you need to have these written out. Yeah. What I'm, I think what I'm hearing from you is like, I think when I think of retirement, it's like things stop. But what I'm hearing from you is, is like, no, things aren't stopping. You need to continue on and keep the habits that have gotten you to retirement so that you can stay retired. Yes. In a lot of ways, you need to have more discipline, right? Because if you're retired, you're not bringing in a regular paycheck. If you plan right, you're relying on your investments and maybe some Social Security but it's a different ball game. So you need to have a different level of discipline. You need to have goals in terms of what your spending is going to be like. And, you know, also you have to have goals about what you want to do in retirement because it's important to find things that you enjoy. Create goals, right? That's tip number one. 
Tip number two, budgeting. Budgeting is always important, but it is extremely important in retirement because of the reasons that we mentioned. You don't have income from an employer. Your income is coming from Social Security. It's coming from your investments. So you need to be extremely disciplined with your budgeting. Make sure you are on the same page. If you are retired and you have a significant other, make sure you're on the same page with them. That is extremely important. Make sure you're budgeting together. Have an emergency fund. We've always talked about that, three to six months. Make sure you're falling into the you know, 50, 30, 20 rule. But in retirement, you, know, you can take your foot off the gas a little bit and you could you know, turn it into a 50, 40, 10 rule. So 50% essential, 40% maybe discretionary, 10%. Uh, you still should have some sort of saving there. Budgeting is going to be key. You want to have a good budget and be very disciplined to it. You mean budgeting just doesn't go away once we retire? No, it becomes even more important, right? And that's a that makes a ton of reason sense. why retirements fail. Maybe, you know, depending on the people, as you retire and you have less to do, people tend to say, like, what can I do to pass the time? What can I yeah. do that's fun? So that generally involves a lot of people saying, like, let's plan a bunch of trips, right? Let's do this. Let's do that because they have all this extra time. So you, it's very important that you have a budget and understand what those numbers are so you didn't fall into that trap. Because if you do, you could, you could drain your bank account from all the extra time and extracurricular activities that you ha now have in retirement. Number three, income planning. Make sure you calculate what the income is that's going to be coming in. And you have to look at things like inflation. We've talked about this before on the show. One of the most dangerous things to your finances is inflation, right? I'm not concerned or worried about, you know, if you have a good portfolio, it's designed the right way. Volatility doesn't really concern me that much, but inflation is something that is very scary, right? Especially now you think about how much money that we're printing due to COVID-19. There's always been a fear that our future would involve higher amounts of inflation. Right now, inflation is reasonably low, but uh, a lot of economists believe that in the future, you know, inflation will be even more of a problem. And that just erodes the overall money that you have. Figure out your essential expenses in retirement and determine how you're going to pay for them. I like that. Tip number four, having the right risk tolerance. So there's two parts of this. There's being too risky, which we all talk about. You know, having too much money in stocks, not enough money in bonds, that is a real concern. People might too much in stocks and they don't have the financial position to tolerate that sort of portfolio. But there's also another story, being too conservative. And I would say that this is the one that I see more often. Hmm. Couples that say, you know, we're retired. We don't want to take on too much risk. So let's keep a lot of money in cash, right? But the thing is, if you're keeping all that money in cash, how are you making your money work for you? You have to have a ton of cash. If you're going to live out 30 years in your retirement, that's why it's almost essential for most folks to be investors, to have some sort of investment income, whether it's real estate, whether it's stocks, but having too much money in cash is a very dangerous thing. So, yeah, I love that. And I think it's like, if I ever get to the point of retirement, 
it's not just about my income or Kimberly's income. It's about what money are we leaving also our kids and their kids, right? So it's like keeping that money working for you is important because you could spend and go on all the trips you want, but if all your money runs out, like there's, you're going to leave people, other people with nothing. Yeah. So make sure you have that right risk tolerance. Don't be too risky. Don't be too conservative. Find that sweet spot. Tip number five, don't underestimate what you'll need in retirement. So Serge, what do you think the biggest hidden cost is in retirement? for the average couple? Um, so I'm, I'm seeing it. Well, here's a guess. Um, I think it's uh, medical. Um, oh, you are a very smart man, Sergio Patterson. That is so exactly I, right. I only say that because my parents are dealing with this right now. My dad is dealing with it. And I had a conversation with how expensive medical expenses are. As you get older, you're at the doctor more. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, go ahead. Average couple spends about 280000 on medical costs in their retirement. So you have, to, you have to think about that, right? You also have to think about other things like house upkeep, you know, redoing the roof, all the regular maintenance that, that comes with having a house. Uh, so really analyze all the things that you'll really need moving forward. Extra cars here and there. You know, every 10 years you buy a new car. Uh, so really take a look in, into those things and see what hidden expenses there are that you might have not thought about. Tip number six, you have to have a plan to manage your taxes in retirement, right? So for a lot of folks that have money in their 401k or their IRA, you know, all that money is going to be taxed at ordinary income, right? What strategies do you have in place? to reduce your future taxes, right? So make sure you talk to a good financial planner. Uh, they can help you put out, build a plan that helps you manage your tax situation. Tip number seven, make sure you have different buckets in retirement, right? A lot of people have all their money maybe in their portfolio, maybe all their money in a real estate investment. Make sure you diversify it out and make sure you have different positions in terms of time. Have money that's maybe in an emergency fund, right? We always talk about that's important. But then yep. maybe have money that's invested for the short term, three to five years. Then you have medium term, which is five to eight. And then there's long-term money that's eight plus. And the longer the time goes out, the more, you know, more risk you can take on, more stocks, more uh, investments that will generally probably give you a better return, but you're going to take on more volatility, right? So make sure you layer out your investments. Too many families, too many couples, they have portfolios. It's all grouped in there. And, yeah. you know, when the market takes a big hit, like, you know, what, COVID, what we saw what COVID did, if you had all your money in that one bucket, you're going to, and you had to take money out, you would take, you would take a, you would take a beating on it. Yeah, if you had it. some money that was more conservatively invested that didn't take a big hit, you'd be in a better situation. So uh, tip number seven is have different buckets and gives you better options. Yeah, and this one's this one's interesting. Sorry to interrupt you, man. Like I'm this is kind of crazy for me because I'm thinking you can't just retire and 
oh, I'm going to do all these things. I feel like you need to, leading up to your retirement, you need to have kind of these, these seven, eight tips ready to go and this plan ready to go. Cause I think it'd be kind of hard. I'm not saying you can't do it, but I'm thinking now, like when I, when I'm getting older, like I want to make sure I have this plan in place. Yeah. hundred percent so that I can execute once I'm retired. Yeah. And it's going to make people's retirement so much less stressful, right? If you have these sort of things set up, you're going to have a much smoother retirement. And then our last one is tip number eight, protect your retirement. So too many of us are focused on what can we accumulate? What money can we get? Have we protected ourselves from the disasters? Make sure you have good property casualty insurance that protects your assets, your home, your belongings. Make sure you have an umbrella policy for all you the, all of you that are out there. If you don't have an umbrella policy, talk to your insurance provider and get it because that's insurance that can really come in handy no matter what point you are. Either you're in the early part of your career, middle part of your career, or you're in retirement, I think that's something that you need to have. It's very affordable insurance and it provides a lot of protection. Uh, for myself, I have $2 million of umbrella for my own protection, my assets. Um, so make sure you talk to an insurance professional on that and gauge your situation. And then lastly, long-term care, right? Long-term care insurance is something that everyone should talk about. Um, it's expensive insurance, but the thing is 69% of people over the age of 65 will need long-term care, right? Seventy. So pretty much 70%? Yes, pretty much 70%. You have to have a plan, right? Long-term care, you know, if you're going to pay for it, you might not end up using it. And then that's a lot of money that you threw away, right? So I just want people to understand that, yes, it's something that you need to at least have a conversation on. Maybe you have family that's willing to take care of you and you're in a privileged position where you have that support. But maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have family or loved ones that can take care of you. You really probably should consider looking at what long-term care can do for you. So those are our eight tips. If you want to not end up working at Walmart. Nothing wrong. Like we said, nothing wrong with Walmart. But we don't want to work at Walmart. Let's be real. If you don't have to, if you want if to, you to, make sure it's your choice, right? Make sure it's your choice and that you don't have to because you have financial constraints or financial uh, hardship over your head. Yeah, for sure. Um, what stood out to me, man, is uh, we talked about my mom earlier and she's actually taking care. So my mom's dad has dementia and he's in a nursing home. He could have used these tips. My grand, I, I, I want to be real. Like my grandparents could have the long-term care thing. My mom, luckily, we're in a privileged position to where my mom has been able to kind of cover this for them. But that's crazy expensive. The, yeah. The providing it's, service for somebody who has dementia. You know, in that number I gave, it can be much higher than that in California and maybe New York. Uh, but like our friend, you know, shout out to Eddie, you know, great guy. 
uh, his, his father, you know, had to utilize long-term care and yeah uh he was telling me like it was just astronomically expensive uh so in it you know if you also are someone that you know says like hey i don't want to have my family i don't want to be a i don't want to be a burden for my family there's a lot of people that say no i don't want to be a burden to my family that's that's what's important to me then that's something where you need to say, "Hey, I need to have a play. I need to have a plan in place to handle growing old gracefully." Yeah, I, I was started to laugh because my dad always jokes. He's serious. He's like, "I don't want, ever want you guys to have to take care of me. Just throw me in a nursing home. <laughs> Just throw me in a nursing home, <laughs> or get me a good nurse here at home, or whatever." He doesn't like you said. He doesn't want to be a burden, and I'm 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 like ninety nine percent sure that they've put plans in place so that they're not burdened on us as they get older yeah all right hey great discussion yeah this is awesome all right guys thank you for joining in uh you've been listening to the free retiree show so long for now Advisory services offered through Securities American Advisors, a registered investment advisor with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Securities offered through Securities American Incorporated. Member FINRA, www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. The Free Retiree, Securities American Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career advisor Sergio Patterson and attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Security America companies. Securities America Incorporated, Security America Advisors, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Third-party sourced information comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook Incorporated. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.